Welcome to the Creative Cantina Podcast, where we believe you can't grow a business you love around a lifestyle you hate. I'm your host and business coach, Cassie Schmidt. I spent years missing out on life in my pursuit of arbitrary definitions of success. After a massive wake-up call in 2015, my mission became clear. I'm here to help creative entrepreneurs refocus on what truly matters to them and find a way to achieve it sustainably. Running a business doesn't have to be synonymous with burnout, and believe it or not, it is possible to grow your income and impact without giving up everything you love. So cheers to mixing up new ideas with a splash of strategic action and a little room for you to add your own creative twist. I firmly believe there is power in speaking with the creative community. Sometimes it just makes us feel less alone. Like for example, I was just sharing on Instagram the other day that I am kind of stuck in the summer. Like I don't feel super overly motivated to create a bunch of new things for my business or create a lot of social media content. I just kind of want to serve my people well and then sit outside in the sun like a lizard. Like that would make me super happy. And a lot of people agreed like, nope, summer is time for us to soak up sunshine, especially here in Wisconsin, because I'm sorry, we get sun for like four months a year where it's warm and you can actually sit out there comfortably without layers. And so I want to take advantage of it. But lately, I've also been hearing a lot of chatter amongst creative entrepreneurs in even from past clients that businesses are kind of falling into one or two camps right now. One, they're crushing it. Clients are still pouring in. Life is really good. Everybody's happy. Or the second camp, which I've been hearing a lot more of recently, which is that things are pretty much coming to a shrieking halt. Photographers who are having their slowest seasons they've ever experienced since opening their business five, 10 years ago. And here's the deal. I have a lot of like theories on why this might be happening and I could get into those for a long time. So if you ever want to have that conversation, again, send me a DM. But here's the deal. I don't have all the answers and I've never claimed to. But since last episode, we kind of brought a reality check to quote unquote passive income, I wanted to follow up with something helpful today. So let's chat through three ways you can make more money in your business that might have you thinking, really, no kidding, Cassie, but may give you an epiphany after all. So again, they're going to seem really obvious on the onset, but just like bear with me and try to keep an open mind because sometimes it's the simplest things that will trigger a new idea for us. So one, raise your prices. In my years of coaching, this seems to be the one thing entrepreneurs put off for as long as possible. And I get it because I've been there. We get super caught up in our own thoughts and we talk ourselves out of it and we think we're not worth it. And are we good enough compared to this other girl who's charging this much? And again, if you're experiencing that, go listen to the imposter syndrome episode I did with a therapist a while back. But We'll come back to that in a second. We'll come back to the mindset here. But I want to walk through a few ways we can easily justify raising our prices. And I'm not saying, just to be clear, that each of these will be right for your business. So kindly shove any idea that seems wrong for you and your business off a metaphorical bridge and hold on to the ones that do stand out to you. The first way that you could easily justify raising your prices is by delivering more or simply a better experience. Now, better is obviously relative, but I think we can all agree that seamless communication, clear expectations, meeting or exceeding deadlines, and adding special touches along the way is a helpful way to make someone's experience better. 
Um, this is something that I go into in depth and help you plan out specifically for the reputation you imagine for your business in my course systems that sell. It's the course where I teach how I basically helped past clients increase their booking rate as much as 67% in some cases. But then I also took it a step further and I help you map out your entire process for each client in a repeatable way that will lead to reviews and five-star reviews. But if you want a fast fact on this, according to Forbes, 58% of consumers said they'd be willing to pay more for a great customer experience. And when they were asked, well, how much more would you pay? Answers varied from 10% to 30% more, which is huge if you think about the average amount that you charge a client, right? That's, that's a big jump. So as a coach who specializes in helping creatives build a burnout-free business, I know that many of you are taking on way too many clients and it's hurting you and it's disappointing them. So by delivering a better experience and raising your prices accordingly, it may also make it possible for you to take on fewer clients and then continue to deliver an incredible customer experience because you're not spreading yourself too thin. So I just want to say that. The second way that you could easily justify raising your prices is delivering a faster experience. Look, (laughs) we are living in the age of Amazon Prime. Everything comes in two days. And honestly, I just saw recently, which blew my mind, um, where my in-laws live, you can actually get items in like an hour, which is wild to me. And it feels like someone needs to pop a VHS tape of the Harvard delay of gratification study in and have everybody watch it and go, hey, remember when they proved that it was actually really good and made us more successful if we could delay our gratification on things? Anyway, obviously this episode is tailored to service providers, right? That's who I serve is creative service providers. But Business Wire actually published an article that showed that 65% of consumers are willing to pay more for a faster delivery. So my question is, what makes us think that they wouldn't be willing to pay more to then get faster delivery of their service as well, or the final kind of takeaways or tangibles that you offer them? So for instance, if you're a wedding photographer, what makes you think they wouldn't be willing to pay more to get their wedding photos back faster? And on the flip side of this, not even talking about working with them yet, we know that speed plays a huge factor in your success in booking a client too. So your response rate specifically, did you know that HoneyBook just conducted a study that showed that 86% of prospective clients will go with the business that gets back to them first? So if they submit a bunch of inquiries to, let's say, 10 other people in your industry and you're the first one to get back to them, you increase your chances of booking them substantially. That's wild to me. So clearly speed matters to consumers and I think it would be a safe jump to assume that if you're able to get them their wedding blog post faster, their you know full website rewrite faster, like we're seeing so many like services in a week or VIP days because people want results quickly. And so whether you're B2B or your business to consumer, like speed matters. And again, could justify you raising your price. And then finally, let's come back to the, the mindset stuff here. I had a client who was serving a super luxury market for weddings. I'm talking weddings that easily exceed $100,000 in their total budget. And she raised her prices, but she was kind of stalling out. And it turns out 
we realized she was getting stuck in this dead zone. She was too expensive for budget-conscious brides, but she was too cheap to be seen as high quality by brides that were planning these high-end weddings. And I wanna just use this as a reframe for you because I think a lot of times we think if we raise our prices, no one's gonna wanna work with us. And I'm not saying you should just arbitrarily double your prices, but if you feel like your current methods always leave you with inquiries that don't seem like a good fit, or you dread delivering the experience because you're not getting paid enough and you you feel like you're not being fair to your current or future clients because you kind of feel resentful delivering this experience to them, raise your prices. Raise them so you can be fired up for them again. Raise them so that you, you know, are perceived at a higher value that you actually are. You know, don't be afraid to be a little bit more expensive than your competitors. Because again, if you are priced the same as everyone else, you aren't going to be attracting a different crowd and it's actually going to make it harder for you to book people. So I want to reframe that for you because I I do think that we always look at raising prices as maybe like a bad thing or something that will slow down our growth when in reality it could be the key to actually finally taking off with the market that you want to excel in. Okay, so raising your prices, that's kind of the gist there. The other way that you can make more money is taking on more clients. And I know, I know, I know. Okay, you guys are going to be listening to this being like, but Cassie, you literally just told us to take on fewer clients. Again, remember, I'm not telling you to do anything specific here. You know your business best. I'm simply helping you identify potential opportunities. So for some, it's not that they're truly too busy. It's that they don't have systems in place to keep up with all the clients they have, even though it's actually a reasonable amount of clients. And I mentioned this in the last episode too, but I've had clients go from sleeping three to four hours a night, feeling like they were drowning, to working with four times as many clients and having spare time to spend with their family. As a solo entrepreneur, systems can make or break you. And that might mean looking into a CRM like HoneyBook, shameless plug, my link will save you 35% on your first year and I'll link that in the show notes. Or if you already have a CRM, but you're still rewriting every email, every time you get an inquiry, you're rewriting that response. Every time you are getting ready for an engagement session or the new rewrite for their website or the design for their website, you're rewriting that email. Spend some time strategically knocking those out. Again, that's what I help with in systems that sell. So check that out. You can map it out really easily in one day and then have your time back. And if you're not sure why you feel so busy, do an assessment. Sometimes it's discipline. Sometimes it's inefficiencies. And so for the next three days, I want to challenge you to do this. Write down every action you take for your business whether it's typing or sending an inquiry response email or spending three hours scrolling reels for inspiration. You can't see me doing air quotes over here. Write it down and then review the list and ask yourself if there are any ways that you can make any of those actions quicker or eliminate them altogether and then do it. Don't put it off. Don't put it on your to-do list for a week from now. Get your time back now. Do it right away. And last but not least, You could also make more money by increasing your client lifetime value, which is just a fancy way of saying how much money you make per client. Again, full of stats for you today. Did you know that according to the book Marketing Metrics, your chances of selling to an existing customer is 40 to 65% higher than selling to a new one? Makes sense, right? They trust you. You're not trying to gain or build a relationship with a new person. You're just working with the one you already have who already trusts you and you've already put the work into. So how do we do this though? In my opinion, there's kind of like two easy ways to approach this. Um, But first, I do want to emphasize that you shouldn't just add options 
for the sake of adding them. You shouldn't just charge your clients for the sake of trying to make more money. The things that you add to your business should serve your client well. So first, you could add an upsell or a strategic add-on to your existing service. This could look like albums, print sales, or extra coverage for a photographer, but it could also look like custom brand word or phrase banks for a website copywriter. Or if you're a web designer, it could be having an employee research and pop SEO titles and meta descriptions or more SEO kind of juice into the client's new website for an additional fee so they don't have to do it themselves. It serves them really well. It's something they're probably going to put off. If they have to do it themselves, they may not have the expertise in it. You could charge more, serve them better, help them get better results and still make more money, right? And so ideally when you're doing this, these add-ons or these upsells could be something that doesn't necessarily take you a lot more time, but if it does, that's okay. Work on systemizing it or outsourcing it. So if you were to have an assistant or a VA, that could help you with these tasks. You could charge more than what you have to pay to that VA and then net the profit. It's not adding anything more to your plate time-wise because you've systemized it. It's really easy to delegate that to your assistant, Uh, but now you're able to make more money and serve the client better. The other way to do this is to offer a service they can come back to you for. So the most obvious example is, for instance, a wedding photographer who also offers newborn and family photos for their clients. That way they can grow with you. They already trust you. They want their photos to look consistent. So you're the obvious no-brainer when that time comes for them. For me, it looks like offering past clients quarterly sessions at discounted rates sometimes or ongoing boxer support each month if they need it. Because again, I already know their business. It's easy for us to step into that continued role if if it's going to be what supports them at that time. And there have been plenty of times I've told clients, like, you don't need me right now. But for those that feel that they could benefit or just want that kind of person to bounce ideas off of, that makes sense to serve them. But it's also a really easy thing for me to offer. So long story short, the cost of acquiring new clients is said to be about five times more than retaining the ones you have. So try to make the most of it. To quickly review, there are three ways to make more money in your business, and they are raising your prices, taking on more clients, or increasing your revenue per client via upsells or add-ons. So take some time to think through what your business needs, and if you feel like you're struggling to see the bigger picture, I really would encourage you to reach out. This is something that I am really good at figuring out with my clients and looking at what's working, what's not working in their business and creating a swift action plan to kind of change that right away. So I would be happy to help. But in the meantime, be sure to follow, subscribe if you found this helpful at all so you don't miss any future tips. And thank you so much for listening. Cheers to growing your business without burnout.